Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And we say good morning to each of you that have joined us on the prayer call this morning. We welcome you, one and all. We welcome you as we join together in worship before our God to hear what Father God has to say and to intercede on behalf of others. Hallelujah. Great is God's mercies towards us, his love and kindness towards us, his tender mercies towards us. He's forever faithful, always providing. His word says it. He will never leave us nor forsake us. Amen. Lamentation 3.22 and 23 says, It is the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning and great is thy faithfulness. Amen. We can rest right there. Great is his faithfulness towards us. And that gives us the reason to breathe again. Amen. To be healed again. To be whole again. Hallelujah. Well, let me introduce you to our team that's lined up this morning. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I'm your facilitator. The angel of our house, Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith, we say good morning, Bishop and Lady A. We bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our devotion leader this morning is Sister Margaret Johnson. Good morning, Sister Margaret. How are you doing today? Good morning, Sister Charlene. I am excellent. How are you this morning? Amen. I am excellent. I like that. Hallelujah. In our prayer requests and any any praise reports that have been sent in and requested will be offered up by Sister Janice Allen. Good morning, Sister Janice. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I am well. All right. Amen. So let's go before God's throne together. Amen. But God commands the blessing. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before your throne of grace, dear God, thanking you. We enter into your gates with thanksgiving and into your courts with praise. We say thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You are our God, and there is none like you. You are the chief magistrate. You are Jehovah. Hallelujah. El Elyon. Elohim. Hallelujah. We bless your name because you are Adonai. Hallelujah. You are our Lord. You are our Lord. And we bless you today. We pay homage to you. We adore you. We are on this line because of you, because of your faithfulness, Father. 
because of your kindness, your mercies, God. And you continue to shower us. In the name of Jesus, we bless you. Because we can come to you by no other name but the name of Jesus, the name that is the highest above all other names. And Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father. And we pray, God, that you, Father, enlighten the eyes of our understanding as Sister Margaret brings the devotion in the name of Jesus. We don't just want to hear your word, Father, but we want to be doers of your word. And all, and for us to do, Father, allow us to comprehend by your spirit so that we operate in excellence unto you. Father, we pray, dear God, that you speak, dear God, your spirit speaks through Sister Janice as she prays. And Holy Spirit, we pray, dear God, that you ride on every one of Father's words this morning, that you bring life to every word that we speak from the throne because we are your ambassadors, Father. Therefore, we only say what you say. We only do what you say to do according to your script, your word. We yield. I declare that every caller yields, that our eyes and our ears are open to you, Father. Accept our offerings today. Accept our offerings, Father, covered by the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen, and amen. Sister Margaret, we're ready for you. Okay, can you hear me okay? Yes. Okay, great, thank you. Well, good morning, everyone. Um, praise God. Um, grateful, as always, um, to be uh, on the prayer call this morning. Give honor um, to our bishop and our pastor, Adrian, um, and greet all of you in the name of Jesus. This morning, um, the prayer call, the prayer devotion is healing your pain point. So we know Bishop talked about that um, this past Sunday. Um, it's going to be coming from Hebrews 4, 14 through 16 in the ASV translation. And it reads like this. It says, having then a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we have not a high priest that cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but one that has been in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore draw near with boldness unto the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and may find grace to help us in time of need. So Jesus is our great high priest. He's our magnificent king priest. You know, the word says that we're uh, uh, kings and priests, and we are because we're the offspring of Jesus, who is our magnificent king priest. He's the son of God who rose into the heavenly realms for us and now sympathizes with us in our frailties. Um, let's look at what a high priest does. In the, in the Old Testament, 
the high priest was the one who wore the ephod with the stones that were um, engraved into it, which was the stones were used to determine truth or falsity. And once a year on the Day of Atonement, the priest was the only one that was allowed to enter the most holy place behind the veil to stand before God. And he stood before God on behalf of the people. He made sacrifice for himself, and he made sacrifice for the people, bringing the blood in and sprinkling it on the mercy seat, which is a symbol for God's throne. Now Jesus, our great high priest, offered himself once for all, for all of our sins, past, present, and future. And he's our great high priest. He, as our great high priest, has secured eternal redemption for us. Now, Jesus, we all know this, he came as a man, not as God. He laid aside his deity, and he came as a man. He was raised by an earthly father and a mother. And and as he came of age, the word says that uh, Jesus was led by, filled with, and controlled by the Holy Spirit. He was tempted, as we all are tempted, yet Jesus did not sin. So Jesus is able to understand and he's able to sympathize and have a, a shared feeling with all of our weaknesses, with, with our infirmities, and with our liabilities to the assaults of temptation. First Corinthians 10.13 says, the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he would show you a way out so that you can endure. Or uh, uh, other versions say so you can stand up under it. Jesus is the one that shows us how to live a spirit-filled life because he led a spirit-led life. One of the greatest temptations um, I believe that man can face is to be led in life by the soul man and not the spirit man. So we're talking about healing your pain point. God is uh, Jehovah Rohi. He sees you. He sees me. He knows where we are. And only he is able to heal the various pain points in each one of our lives. We can look at the promises of God and, and ask questions such as, well, why is that not happening in my life? Why is it taking so long? Does God see me? Does God hear me? Will it ever get better? Will I ever get out of debt? Will I ever get the job of my dreams? Will my business ever become profitable? profitable and, and, and successful. How do I know what my kingdom assignment is? What's my purpose in life? What ministry am I supposed to be pouring myself into? What's my kingdom purpose? Many, many, many more questions, but we all have various questions that we may think about concerning God's divine will for our lives. We're looking at people and wondering, why are they blessed and I'm not blessed? Why are, why are they successful and I'm not successful? But when we think about God's divine will for our lives um, and fulfilling our kingdom mandate on the earth, there's some checkpoints, if you will, that we can kind of go through just to make sure that we're in alignment with God's will for our lives. And there's things that we can all do, such as examining ourselves and say, you know, uh, do I have any areas of sin that are keeping me from moving higher in God? Am I hindering me from moving forward? That, that's a good question. Am I hindering myself from moving forward? Here's another one. D did I do the last thing that God instructed me to do? Sometimes God gives us instructions and 
we don't do it <laughs> for various reasons, right? And if you haven't done what God instructed you to do, then go do those things. Why? Because obedience to God and his word is always key to promotion. And finally, uh, which is where I'm going to kind of rest this morning, ask yourself, who's leading you? Now, we've heard Bishop ask this question to us uh, before, um, but this is important. So when we think about it, we can be spirit-led in some areas of our life and soul-led in other areas and encounter pain points. So is your soul, ask yourself, is your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions, is it leading you or is your spirit man leading you? When you look at your actions, are you operating led by the spirit of God or or is it your mind coming up with ideas, suggestions, strategies to get you out of where you are and get you into a better place? Are, are Are we taking actions without checking in with the creator of the universe? Are there areas of your life that are off limits to God? Man, beloved, God wants to restore you. God wants to bless each and every one of us exceeding abundantly above all that we can think, ask, or think. If he blesses us, do we have the wisdom and the integrity to stay in the new position and grow forward? Can we hold that territory and take more ground? Are we good stewards of what we have now? Are we good stewards over the areas that God has called us to serve in? If God were to visit us, would he say, well done, good and faithful servant. You're faithful over a few things. Now I'm going to put you in charge of many more things. Share your master's joy. Now these may be difficult questions. They were challenging questions. They challenged me as God was speaking them to me. I pray that they challenge you as well. Sometimes our pain points can be eliminated quicker when we recognize whether our soul, our mind, our will, and our emotions are leading us, or whether our spirit man, if we're being led by the spirit of God, is leading us, and be able to make the adjustments. So Jesus is our magnificent king priest. God loves us, beloved, with such an everlasting, never-ending, overflowing love. I believe it's beyond our comprehension how much God loves us. Um, As our father, he wants to do it for you. As your father, he wants to do it for you. Do what, Sister Margaret? He wants to bless you. He wants to restore you. He wants us to live in the Zoe life where nothing's missing, nothing's lacking, and nothing's broken. God wants to meet our every need. You and I are children of God. He's our father. And like any good father, he desires um, to utilize all of heaven's resources to make our lives whole. The Zoe life of God is within each one of us because the Father, the Son, and the Spirit are within each one of us. We actually have access right now to heaven's resources. Our spirit has access to God. Our spirit has access to God's plans, God's strategies, God's resources. We must not allow our soul, our mind, our will, and our emotions to lead our life. Our mind is always trying to figure out a better way. Our mind is always trying to talk us out of doing it God's way and and doing it uh, uh, our own way. 
our emotions go back and forth depending on what's happening. But our spirit man has to be in charge. When Abraham trusted God with his pain points of, uh, of, of knowing God said he was going to have a son, but he was too old, his wife was too old to conceive, he saw when he trusted God with his pain points, Abraham saw the miraculous power of God fulfill the desires of his heart. When Joseph trusted God with his pain points, God took him through the processing. God's going to take us through the processing. And Joseph became the second in command in Egypt. He fulfilled the dreams and desires of Joseph's heart. So, too, we must trust God. When we trust God with our pain points, when we're praying in the spirit, praying in the spirit is an awesome strategy because it bypasses the mind. We can get the mind and the heart of God concerning our matters. Spending time with God is one of the greatest investments to eliminate pain points. So as we do this consistently, and and we're doing these things not in a religious way, not as a formula to get what we want, but we're doing these things with sincerity, with a heart that's desiring God, desiring his will, desiring his way, wanting to uh, uh, be pleasing unto him, God. God will direct us in the specific things that may need to be adjusted in our lives so that we can receive his highest and his best for our lives. He will guide you in the next steps that we are to take. Know that God can heal your pain points. Amen. Sister Charlene? Amen, amen, amen. Did you do that self-check? That was good. Did you do that self-check? But, you know, just like Sister Margaret said, in, in God we trust. We have to trust him even through the pain point, knowing that he will deliver, he will heal, because that's what he wants to do. He wants us whole just as he is whole. We're in his image. Yep. And even so, sometimes that pain point comes. He said, neither had this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be manifest in him. So sometimes God is just allowing us, as James said, (laughs) to be a partaker so that we, His glory can be revealed to us, no matter what his glory is being revealed in the healing. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Sister Margaret. That was a a really awesome word. Now, Sister Janice, we're ready for you to lead us in prayer. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Charlene. And thank you, Sister Margaret, for that powerful word this morning. We're going to go before this throne, and as we're doing this, let's Let's join together and pray in our heavenly language. If you have it, uh, be in agreement with me. Father, we thank you for being God. We thank you that you are ruler, you are king, you are master. We thank you that we have this privilege of coming before you and petitioning your throne, Father, with our request that you told us to make our requests known unto you. Lord God, and we thank you that we come boldly before you, that you are an answering God. 
that you are a fulfilling God, that you come to the aid of your children. You make us whole and complete. And so we thank you, Lord God. We pray, Lord Jesus, for Paul Walker, who's requesting, Lord God, for his family to stop thinking negative of him just because he helps his mother and aunt and grandmother with a lot of things. Father, we ask, Lord Jesus, that you would encourage his heart and strengthen him and remind him of your word in Matthew 5, verse 10, 12, 10 through 12. Blessed and happy and enviable, fortunate and spiritually prosperous in the state in which the born-again child of God enjoys and finds satisfaction in God's favor and salvation, regardless of his outward condition, are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for being and doing right. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven, blessed, happy to be envied and spiritually prosperous, with life, joy, and satisfaction in God's favor and salvation, regardless of your outward conditions, are you when people revile you and persecute you and say all kinds of evil things against you falsely on my account. Be glad and supremely joyful, for your reward in heaven is great, strong, and intense. For in this, same way people persecuted the prophets who were before you. And Father, we thank you for your word in Deuteronomy 3 and 22. We speak it over Brother Paul's life. You shall not fear them, for the Lord your God shall fight for you. Father, strengthen our brother Paul with your joy. Encourage him and cause him to continue. And knowing that great is his reward in heaven, for you said in your word, when we feed and clothe and shelter those in need, we have done it unto you. Touch Paul in that in a way, Lord God, that you will he will not forget. And knowing you will not forget his labor of love that you are with him even unto the end of the earth. Remind him that you are him, you are for him and more than the world against him. Touch him in a special way, Father, and take on to take on courage. Let his mind think on things above and not on things beneath, distracting him from uh, the focus that he needs to be on and get him get a hold of the family's heart, Father, and cause them to see that you and cause them to see you and draw them to you. Cause them to begin to help Paul and taking care of his mother, aunt and grandmother in the mighty name of Jesus. Well Father God, we lift up this request from Yvette uh Papelion and her request is from the Evangelism and Showers Ministry. We pray for housing, Father God, for Gabriel Way, David, Laura, uh, Michelle, uh, Pretty, Michael, Michaela, Londa, Bobby, Chia, Margaret, Jason, Ewell, Sandy, um, Lucy, 
Jose, Victor, and Charlene. Father, we thank you that you're providing housing for the for them, that you are causing them to walk in a place, Lord God, where <clears throat> they'll be able to receive this blessing to be housed. And Father, we thank you that all the red tape and all the unnecessary things that may go with that will be eliminated and eradicated in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray for healing for Natalie, Nichelle, Shirley, and Yvette. Father, we thank you that your blood, your stripes bore their healing. And we pray, God, whatever the illness is, whether it's physical, mental, social, uh, Father, whether it's uh, physical, spiritual, heal them in the name of Jesus. And we give you the praise, glory, and honor for it. Father, we pray and lift up Michael, Dwayne, Lucy, Sandy, and David. Father, they're dealing with substance abuse. Father, we pray that you take the taste out of their mouth, that they will no longer desire it, Father God. And, Lord, wherever it's been lodged in their body, whether it's in their brain or in their muscles or in their stomachs, wherever this, this substance is, Lord God, we pray that you would just cause it to dissipate that it will no longer be there for them to desire, hallelujah, this substance that they are in abuse of. Father, we thank you that deliverance comes to the mind. In the name of Jesus, be exalted in the mind. In the name of Jesus, we pray for salvation for Gabriel, for Rosa, Ewell, Ray, David, Pretty, Lada, uh, and Bobby, Margaret, and Sandy. We thank you, Lord God that you came to save those who are lost. You came to save, and we thank you, Lord God, for salvation in their lives in the name of Jesus, that they will be led by the hand to follow you and to know who you are in a very real way in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray for jobs for Jose, Ray, Pretty, Michael, Jason, Michelle, and Bobby. We thank you, Lord God, that the door will be open, that they will walk through, and that they would, Father God, be successful on their jobs. And, Father, that they would exceed, excel, outdo, and do well in Jesus' name. We pray, Lord God, for Laura, who asks that she would be able to control her tongue. Father, you said to us that we need to do that, Father, and I pray that you would put in her, Lord God, and a reminder, Lord God, a bell that would go off every time she thought about something to say that was out of control. Father, we pray that you would cause her to know that you are her helper and her strength, and we pray, God, that she would be delivered, Lord God, from her tongue being out of control. We pray for safety and protection in the streets for Jose, your angels being camped around about him. Father, you said in Matthews 10:31, fear not, then you are of more value than many sparrows. But Father, we know that you care for them more than you care for the sparrows. And so we're looking for the, the true outcome of victory a victorious testimony. We lift up our brother, Rodney Blanchard, Father, who was injured on his job, his back, Father God, in specifics. We lift him up before you. We pray your healing, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, divine healing and divine protection in the name of Jesus. We thank you that this injury will no longer exist in his body, that his back be completely and made whole by your 
blood, Father God, that you bore on Calvary for his healing. We thank you, Lord God, that we apply the blood to his entire being. That he be restored, Father God, back. Father, better than he was before it happened. To you be the glory for it all, Father. We lift up to you your word in Isaiah 43 and 2. It says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned or scorched, nor will the flame kindle up on you because you are precious in my sight and honored. And because I love you, I will give men in return for your for you and peoples in exchange for your life. Isaiah thirty three and two, O Lord, be gracious unto us. We have waited expectantly for you. Be the arm of your servants, their strength and defense every morning of our salvation in the time of trouble. Father, we send these words out to our brother and that you would completely heal and restore, revive and renew. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. We give you the glory. The glory is yours. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. We want to quickly swing back to you, Sister Margaret. Do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us this morning? Yes, just one thing, um, Sister Charlene. Um, When we live a soul-led life, when our life is led by our mind, our will, and our emotions, we're in essence declaring our independence from God. And we're getting ready to face Independence Day, but we don't want to live independent from God, right? God wants us to depend on him. And so we are to lean on, rely on, and confidently put our trust in the Lord with all of our heart, lean not on our own understanding, but we are to seek his will in all that we do. And he will show us which path to take. That's his promise to us. Our great high priest has already paid the price. And so we are to be dependent on God. He is the one that heals and delivers us from the various pain points in our lives. He knows what we need. He already has an answer to every problem that we will ever face. So trust him, seek him, allow Holy Spirit to guide you, and your pain points will quickly disperse. May God give each of us ears to hear as he directs us by his spirit. God bless you. Sister Charlene? Amen, amen, amen. Again, We appreciate and love you all for joining the prayer call this morning. We love our bishop and first lady. We speak blessings upon them. Uh, We have a couple of announcements. Please remember to send in your prayer requests and them into www.newdestiny.online. From the homepage, click connect. Scroll down into your prayer requests. We love to pray. We've been called to pray, and we will pray without ceasing. Amen? Also, when we open the line this morning to pray together, we ask that each one that is baptized in the Holy Spirit that you please pray in your heavenly language. For those of of you who do not speak in tongues or pray in tongues, we ask that you just pray 
thanksgiving. Amen. Just giving thanks to Jesus. Amen. Jesus said, glorify me, that Father God may be glorified. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Sister Margaret, Sister Janice, and our entire New Destiny family, we say thank you. And we invite you to invite others to the prayer call. Tuesday through Thursday, 5 a.m. And Saturdays, we have corporate prayer on campus. We also live stream, but we have corporate prayer on campus. This Saturday, however, is January 2nd. We will not, I'm sorry, is July 2nd. <laughs> July 2nd, which is a holiday weekend. So we will not have corporate prayer this Saturday on campus. So remember, we will not have corporate prayer this Saturday on campus. So we'll see you tomorrow at 5 a.m. on the prayer call. Let's go before the throne of grace again together where we obtain mercy in the time of need. And we surely need God. We surely need him to heal our pain points. Amen. Thank you, Father, for your word. You said, I am the Lord that healeth thee. Therefore, Jehovah Rapha, God our healer, we exalt you today. I declare, dear God, that your people receive your healing, that your people receive your deliverance, that your people receive your salvation. Hallelujah. That your people receive your victory in every area of their lives. Be thou glorified. Father, we position ourselves, God. We position ourselves in a posture to receive, God. Hallelujah. And we trust you. Just as Sister Margaret ministered today, we trust you even through the pain point. I declare that your people, Father, trust you because you know us. Hallelujah. And you said that you are our deliverer. You are our healer. Hallelujah. So we trust you. We just simply position ourselves in prayer and praise to receive our healing, to receive our deliverance, to receive your new compassions and mercies that have been bestowed upon this new day. Hallelujah. And we say, great is your faithfulness, Father. And we honor you. Bless your people. Bless everyone on this call, I pray. Bless them, Father, as only you can do. More than they could think or imagine that they could ever think. Hallelujah. According to the power that works in them. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen.
Sister Alicia, please open the lines for the saints to pray together. 